It's the COD. Yes, sir. Episode 50. (laughs) Yes, sir. Your boys is back. Ryan and Paul. Hey, Paul and Ryan, man. We're back again. Episode 5-0. Come on, man. Hey, hey, it's post-holidays. It's post-madness. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hold on. I got plenty of leftovers. I got a plate in front of me right now. Mm -hmm. I had leftovers for lunch, leftovers for dinner. <laughs> it's gonna be leftovers for a minute, man. Gonna be leftovers for a minute. Leftovers for a minute. What was your favorite part, man? What, what, what's your, what was your favorite dish this day? I'm gonna say the mac. The macaroni went hard. Macaroni went hard. Um, wherever I went, you know, they they had made some made some uh, penne pasta with meat sauce as well. Mm. That went hard. And I was like, mm. I ain't never had this at Thanksgiving. But, you know, the jerk turkey, that went crazy. Right. It was a lot, man. It was a lot. Oh, they had broccoli cornbread. And I was like, all right, this is a first. It That's was good, first. though. That's yeah, it was good. Yeah. Well, I got to see you chefing. Yeah. Yeah. I was cooking up, man. <laughs> I, I cooked the turkey. I cooked, uh, yeah. I cooked turkey. I cooked chicken. And uh, man, mom kind of threw a curveball this year. We had a jalapeno, um, okay. which was good. Come on, yeah. Good. And uh, man, we had a little seafood too. Man, she 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 made some, right. some shrimp and scallops, and I was I was like, okay, that's a little different. Okay. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not turning it down. You know? Nah, not at all. There was some seafood where I went too. It was some uh, like salmon. I was like, all right, I'm not mad at it. Not I like all, it, man. So, Not yeah, trying some new things out for for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you got now we got a uh, we got Christmas on the horizon. Yeah, I haven't started shopping yet. You know, people ask me what I wanted. I, I try to keep it simple. I try to try to you know plan for hopefully everything right. that I asked for. You know, mm-hmm. so I just said, hey, let me get X Y Z that I know is easy enough to cop that won't sell out. So. Right. You know, we getting into that mode now. Uh, my cousin, when he was up here, he was like, yo, let's go to Best Buy. He was looking for a Nintendo Switch. All sold out. We went to Target, Walmart, Best Buy. Everything sold out. Everything is packed. So, Perfect. yeah, man, I'm definitely staying in the crib and hitting the online shopping hard this week. Yeah, I really, get everything the, delivered. I, really, I really didn't do the Black Friday or the Cyber Monday, man. I kind of just nah. did I just kind of looked at some stuff and uh and put it in my cart. You know what I mean? Kind of got an idea. Yeah. I, I think it's still early enough um, where you can make something happen. But to be honest with you, I I, I didn't hear uh, too much madness going on either. What about you? Not not really, not really. Just it being slammed out there. Like right. I didn't see anything crazy. I didn't hear about anything crazy. But the crowds, the crowds was a lot, man. Like walking into Best Buy, that was like walking into a jungle. Yeah, no doubt. Like every everything was orderly, but still, you know, it was people running out with TVs in hand, boxes, no bags. Right. Cars lined up for the uh, curbside pickup. You had everybody line. You know, you just had stuff like they just they just knew, you know, like you you walked in and they just had stacks of product lined out everywhere mm-hmm. so people was just going in picking it up and going out so i was like i don't miss this <laughs> i didn't want to be here <laughs> i'm glad i survived yeah yeah it was yeah it was a lot of people yeah i bet man and you know what it's crazy because like 
a year ago today, like we would have never thought that we would be at this point, you know what I'm saying? Where crowds, yeah. now crowds are back in the store, right? And, and exactly. now, now we got this Omicron thing that they keep talking about popping off. And I'm just like, man, yeah. I'm like, this thing just keeps mutating, you know? Um, you know? So a crowd like that, like I, I was kind of reluctant anyway. I'm like, nah. Oh, yeah. You still <laughs> got to be safe out here. I've been popping out a little bit more recently, but man, it's like, hey, <laughs> it's still it's still something out here. I ain't going to lie. Like, you know, I had gone to like a bar like the past Saturday mm-hmm. and my homie, he was telling me, oh, it's packed. He knows the people. So just go around the side door and he was going to let me in. So I walk around the side door. I'm waiting. He taking a while. And I got my mask on. My cousin has his mask on. Some dude who is outside smoking a cigarette. Like, he's in the outdoor bar area. So he's not just outside. Right. But, you know, he looks at us and he goes like, what up? You know, tries to start some conversation. Yo, take that mask off. What are you filtering the air? Take your mask off want to see your face i'm like oh shit like this dude's like right in front of my face that's why we keep the mask on dog right i took the mask off and it was just kind of like two seconds later i'm like why the fuck i'm listening to somebody i put the mask right back on like i don't know man it's it's one of those weird situations where you know last weekend i was asked for a vaccination card so that was a first to be you know i know they're doing it but to be actually asked for proof of vaccination before getting any in somewhere and i was like hey that's actually low-key makes me feel a little bit safer but then number two just catching that flack over the mask i'm like damn you know you hear about this stuff right but it's real Are and you? i'm like y'all the same motherfuckers are gonna end up getting sick <laughs> like don't don't play me or don't try to bully me dog like the same freedom you want to not wear a mask give me that freedom to wear a mask yeah 100 it had nothing to do with me Goes both ways. Goes both ways. Taking it back, dog. And with these new laws and and mandates and stuff, or businesses have the right to filter who they letting it let in, right? Exactly. Now now they could say, like, if you're unvaccinated, you can't come in, or or if you are unvaccinated, go ahead and throw your mask on because you you could be Mm -hmm. a carrier, you know. And um, man, it's it's a lot of people who agree, and it's a lot of people who disagree, just like you said. But like, like that's yeah. if you're not vaccinated, you might not get into a spot, you know, and uh, a lot yeah, of, a lot of like, major events, like we were talking about the concerts or even uh, when, my, when my mom came to visit me, I took her to a football game. Me, me, her, and uh, some family members went to a football game. And uh, that's the first thing they asked is like, you got to show proof of vaccination you yeah. know, to, to, to go into the crowd. So I don't know, man. You know, it's the world we're living in right now. It's nothing nothing you knew, man. It's been like a year and a half now. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You just gotta, you just gotta, you know, stay diligent, stay focused. Don't let your guard down because like I said, you know, just the past couple of weeks of me being out, you know, I still get in the car immediately hand sanitize everything immediately, but I'm just seeing, I'm seeing, you know, I'm, I'm, it only takes like one one slip up and stuff like that. So I know some people might be like, oh, man, you still got all the protocols. But it's like, hey, bro, they right. still got all the strains. <laughs> they hey, still got real. all the mutations. Hey, to be real, man, like, like you know, and not a lot of people talk about this, but I hear it on both sides, right? Like some of my friends who are ca- Caucasian, they, uh, yeah. you know, it's a rice thing. And, you know, like half a half, like some of them are very, very, very pro-vaccination. Some of them are very 
you know, pro-choice, right? My rights, yeah. my body type deal. Um, and even, but even in the black community, like, you know, because of the history of the U.S., like the vaccines, you know, given given African American syphilis, and if you don't know that story, yeah. you can you can look that up. I'm not sure exactly what time period. When were they When were they doing that? The Tuskegee trials. Yeah, the Tuskegee trials. The Tuskegee trials. Yeah, uh, look that up. If you I want to say it's like the 50s. Right. It wasn't right. that far off. But people have a you know people people support it but then some people have a skepticism on both sides all right so it was it was conducted between 1932 and 1972 right so 40 40 straight years that's a long time that's 40 years 40 straight years right so so people you know they got this we understand the skepticism we understand the skepticism right right so it's just you know just do your due diligence whatever way whatever right. way you choose do your due diligence and respect everybody. 100%. Because that shit low-key got under my skin. I was like, I'm about to smack fire out. <laughs> you know, don't tell me to take my mask off. Like, hey, man, leave me alone. Yeah, for <laughs> real. For yeah. real. We don't play that. <laughs> we don't play that, G. We don't nah. play around. Nah. Hey. <laughs> it's, it's Come 50. on. It's 50. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, 50th episode. Yeah. Come on. This is 50. Hey, man. Exactly. But yo, yo, yo. So, um, you know, we talking about this was 50, um, you know, something I was thinking about earlier that, um, you know, just, uh, you know, a a simple transition, but, um, you know, most recently with Nike, Virgil Abloh had worked on a collection of 50 dunks, you know, Mm -hmm. so just thinking of the number 50 kind of reminded me of Virgil. Um, if anybody didn't know Virgil, you know, a black designer from Chicago, worked with Kanye West, rose to the ranks of, uh, you know, starting off white, which became wildly popular and successful through that uh, Louis Vuitton had bought his company or bought a, a stake in his company, which allowed him to be a high ranking executive at Louis Vuitton. Um, but I guess what the public didn't know was that he was diagnosed with heart cancer in 2019 and he had passed away on Sunday, just a few days ago. Right. So of course, you know, I knew we were going to say something, but you know, it's kind of fitting, you know, 50th episode. Yeah, no doubt. You know, with just that little tidbit that he worked on. Right. The 50 collection for Nike. Hey, and for us being creatives ourselves, you know, we, we know a lot of people who are in the, um, you know, the fashion industry and, and our creatives in that industry. So seeing a, a, a you know, African-American man rise to those type of ranks, um, yeah. create his own line, working for as a top exec and designer for Louis Vuitton. I mean, that's huge. Right. And um, yeah. it, it, it's just sad. Uh, uh, even with all those great things that he accomplished and he did, um, you never know the personal battles that people are fighting. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, at heart cancer, you know, shout out to his family and, and condolences. Yeah, man. gone too soon. Just gotta man. be mindful. Yeah. yeah, gone too soon. So, um, yeah, yeah it's actually a great transition. Um, I had man, shit. I'm I'm rocking his hat right now from the uh, what's it called from the uh, figures of speech uh, exhibit that he did at the uh, Chicago Museum, nice. MCA. So yes, sir, Ablo right there. So, you know, just little stuff, man. I figured, you know, pay, pay, pay some homage during this episode, give a little segment or whatnot. 
Because yeah. I know, I mean, like, you know, he was a mad creative dude, but he also showed people along the way, this is how I did it. He never really tried to gatekeep or keep the secrets to himself. He was like, this is how I did it. You know, you can design from anything. You can be creative from anything. You know, don't let anything hold you back. And I think that speaks to shit, everything that we're kind of involved in. Yeah, it's not yeah. just a podcast, right? We got the online community. It's not just the online community. You know, we working on merch. We working on, you know, yeah. we got things that build off of exactly yeah. COD radio. We're building, you know, there's some other things that we probably can't talk about right now, but we're, we're building and, you know, we're not letting people say, oh, you just got a little podcast. You know, we, yeah. we really out here. So full speed ahead. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Ain't no stopping us. And, um, and like you said, consistency is key. I mean, I'm, I'm sure with, you know, a guy like Virgil, when he first started off and was just designing clothes and coming up with ideas yep. and stuff. I mean, people don't really support it until they see it. You know oh, yeah. Hey, and people was they was lobbing jokes. Right. Because think about how we're, we're you know, we're talking about creativity can be from anywhere. Right. right? Uh, back in the day, um, shit, maybe like 2008, 2009 the polo rugby store is closing you know polo rugby is the kind of long sleeve polo stripe polo or whatever right. a little heavier duty um that store was going out or closing or polo was closing that brand and they were marking down all their rugbies and selling them virgil goes in there buys out the store okay what's he doing now he screen prints on those same things, Pyrex on the back and things like that. Sells them for a ridiculous markup. Ridiculous. They still sell out. You know, so everybody's like, oh, he didn't do much. He just bought something else and screen printed on the back. Yeah. Okay, well, that's still design. You're still adding your spin to it, just like graffiti, right? The graffiti artist didn't build the building, but they added something to it. 100%. You know, so that was all the ethos, right? People can laugh at it. People can say, oh, this is tired. This is lazy. But you didn't think of it. And yeah, he marked it up. But so do all the luxury brands. So to yeah. see from somebody who says, OK, this is an opportunity. People still love rugby. Let me buy these up. Add my spin to it, make it my own. But from that idea to, you know, Louis Vuitton is crazy. You know, it's basically like us. Yeah, we can we can make mixes, COD radio. You know, right. we and can I, take a format podcast. Yeah, exactly. And I like Louis Vuitton, but who's to say that Paul Lewis can't put out a, a you exactly know, a Paul exactly Lewis collection? You know, <laughs> hey, here I like the ring, Paul Lewis. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Whoa, That's man. It. Shit, you know. Hey, so get you a Paul Lewis suit. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Yeah, 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 yeah. PLC, the Paul hey. Lewis Collection. Blazers. Come on, Come on. man. Come on, G. But yeah, man, it is it's definitely, he was 41. It's hard to, it's hard to watch somebody uh, be so young, prolific, and then, I mean, you didn't know, right? It's it's basically the Chadwick Boseman situation where they was battling something that you had no idea or even the Kobe situation where it's it's not like you get murdered or anything, but it, it is something that's tragic. Right. It's unexpected. So you can't even you can't even blame it on oh it's violence or anything. It's just like, man, you don't know when your time is. Yeah, life is life. It's yeah, bro. 
you hit the pinnacle of what you're trying to do in life and then you pass away. Or, or Bro, that's the that. craziest thing, G. Yeah. It always seems like that. You you hit the highest height. You you accomplish what you need to do. You know, you 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 know, you uh attained what you set out to get. And you know, you pass. It's like, damn, I feel like we keep seeing that a lot, right? Yeah. Nipsey was finally getting his big deal. Right. Like, oh man, bro. Yeah. Fucking it's a lot, bro. I mean, shit. Kobe looked like he was about to be moving into his own situation, you know, breaking away from Nike, getting his own shoe. Exactly. Maybe, you know, uh the Mamba Academy was gonna start basketball camps all across the nation. Exactly. Like, oh, oh man. Yeah. But yeah, you just gotta be, you know, you gotta be grateful. You gotta be thankful for what you got out here. Yeah, absolutely. But man, let's <laughs> get into a happier topic. Uh, the Bulls, well, I don't know if it's necessarily too happy, but <laughs> where, where, where we at right now? I feel like we got another loss. I feel yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. We had, a, we had another loss, man, but we, we'll be all right. We, it was a sloppy loss. We had 24 turnovers. It was uh, 104 to 107 um, against the, uh, who was that, Portland? I think I'm going to hold on. I think it might have been Portland, but anyway, regardless, twenty-four turnovers. Come on, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, we gotta step it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that off the top of my head because I was watching the game. Who was it against? Um, let's see. And they so play our next Knicks. game is against the Knicks. We gonna yeah, yeah. We gonna so be all right. We need that W. Okay, we back. We back at number two. We back at number two. Right. So we lost against the Heat. That's what it was against Jimmy Butler. And I watched yeah. that game because I was like, man, Jimmy Buckets, who used to be on the Bulls, you know, went to Marquette University. So hey, I- fuck you, free first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out Jay Free. You know, our uh, Florida resident, Florida uh, correspondent in the in the COD. You know. When the heat won, <laughs> you know, I had, I had, to, I had to, yeah, I had, I had to send some words his way. I had to send some words his way. Come on, man. What right. do you think this is? We was going to be gentlemanly about this. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, no. Nah, hold on, hold on. Nah. He added me. He added me and put some fire emojis and some other stuff. You see what I'm saying? Fine. Don't play around, cuz. Don't right, do that. See red. See red. Right, you know what time it is. It's all good. We got him on the 11. We play the heat again, so we're gonna see. But when I had checked, we was we was at number five in the east. I just checked just now. We're back at number two. Right. Yeah, 14, 14 and eight. eight. 14 and eight. So, it's really tight. If you look at the numbers, it's it tight. is, bro, because number three, four, five, they're yeah. all they're all 13 and eight, you know, heat, wizards, and bucks. So, you know, everybody's just a game away. You know, the, these standings can switch real quick. Yeah, we need to put the the yeah. next couple games put the next couple of games down. Because the Nets is fourteen and six right now, so we've played two more games than them. Right. So who knows what happens in those next two games? We could be back in number one, but and I and to be honest with you, that always blows my mind, man. Like how you you know yeah. we play two more games than you and you you ahead of us, you know? <laughs> right. Come on. Right. Don't make sense. Now let's see the West. The West we got, of course, Warriors are number one. Suns, and I'll say just based off the Warriors and Suns, they both well, it's Warriors 18 2, Suns 17 3, Jazz at number three has 14 and seven. Right? The only reason I mentioned those numbers is because 
you know, number one and number two having 18 and you know, 17 wins compared to the Eastern Conference. Oh, no, dog. Like, number one and two with the Bulls, we both got, you know, Bulls and Nets both got 14 wins. And now when you look at who has 14 wins in the West, that's number three with the Jazz. So it's like, hey, man, as our best teams on the East competing for number three on the West? Right, exactly. Something to think about. Got to step West up, might man. be a, a, strong, a strong division. Either that or maybe the East is just strong, and it's like there is no clear winner. You know, I mean, however you want to analyze that. And if we, yeah, and just to be honest with you, Steph Curry's been playing like an animal since he came back. I mean, mm-hmm. numbers are crazy. Numbers are crazy. Hey, man. He, uh, he got something to prove. I mean, yeah. he really doesn't have anything to prove, but I know he sat out for the uh, bubble season. Right. And then I'm pretty the sure Lakers, the season The Lakers got a chip. Uh, the Lakers yeah. got a chip, and you know they started See? chirping. Yeah, and I'm sure the season after the uh, bubble didn't um, didn't uh, wasn't he like injured for a, a good portion? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Out. So he he itching to get back. He itching to get back. He he trying to let people know like don't get too comfortable when I was gone. Like I can still I'm still dropping these threes. I'm still raining these threes down. So right, and the Lakers man, they're not doing nothing with LeBron sitting down, but. <laughs> But to be honest with you, man, breaking news, breaking news. Let's let's tell him breaking news. Yeah, <laughs> right. LeBron got COVID. Yeah, he did. Or tested positive. So, mm-hmm. is he uh, vaccinated? I got questions. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, I know he didn't. He he kind of expressed against getting vaccinated at first, but. I'm pretty sure he did, unless he pulled the Aaron Rodgers on us. We're going to find out. Hey, man, all I got to say is, is that at least Kyrie came out and said that he wasn't getting it. Yeah. Everybody smashed him about it, but, you know. We're going to find out. We're going to find out what's really good out here in these streets. Right. Because, you know, yeah. people follow the king. People follow the king. Hey, man. Is he going to be a role model? <laughs> I'm curious. Oh, man. Nah, but let's pray for a speedy recovery because COVID ain't nothing to play with. No, nah, nah, he got man. no symptoms, man. It ain't it ain't nothing to play with like that elbow he gave my man, that flavor, you know. Oh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> what was going on, bro? Because I didn't really understand it. I didn't like, understand it. He, like, got the rebound, and uh, I forget the players. And wasn't it an accident? Because I, I saw it. that. I saw that. It looked like an accident. Kinda, but because he got suspended too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got suspended, but I'm gonna be honest with you, man. LeBron always and the not... other guy was trying to fight him crazy. He right. was trying to go hard. I'm gonna say something controversial, man. All right, LeBron always kind of played like that, you know. Isaiah Stewart, mm-hmm. that's his name, Isaiah Stewart. Mm-hmm. And uh what happens is, is that LeBron, like you know, he's known to flop a little bit. He's known to, you know, play the the referee card a little bit. So him doing one of these, going for a rebound or whatever, just just like swinging the elbow with the eyes open, like he ain't did nothing. I know. (laughs) Right. Not that good of an actor, Doug. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. I had to watch it a couple times, man, because he was leaking, bro. Like, you don't elbow somebody like that on accident. Leaking hard. Leaking hard. hard. It looked like an accident. I'll say it looked like one, but I guess if you run that tape back, was there a little little extra oomph on the end? Man, look, man. Look, man. Like, Was there any indication of their beef prior? Were they chirping at each other during the game, or did this come out of nowhere? You know, it will Seemingly. never. And we'll never know, you know, unless unless uh, Stewart has said it in the media somewhere. But, but yeah, yeah man, I, for him to leak like that, and you know, it was hard. I, it was a hard hit. It was a hard hit, bro. It was a hard hit. You had to be swinging. He was trying elbow. hard. You had to be he swinging your elbow hard. hard to to, to have <laughs> LeBron been hanging out with Conor McGregor, huh? Right. Right, <laughs> right. He learned he learned oh a thing or two from, from Haslam down in Miami. And bro, so LeBron's kind of been in in, in some uh, in the news lately. Yeah. So not only this fight, but like there were some fans chirping at him. Right. Apparently, there are some fans who were saying stuff like "Bronny should die," and I hope your what? family catches COVID. Something, something. But LeBron had like pointed them out and got them kicked out. And of course, these people started chirping at LeBron like, oh, man, there you go again. You, you know, you can't handle this. You can't handle that. But then when they, you know, had mic'd up and I don't know, some some reports happened that they were saying some nasty stuff. Right. So, so hold like, on. Hold on. Oh, OK. So first of all, right, it was in Indiana. So some Pacers fans, which. Historically. <laughs> I was just about to say Indiana. They are flagrant. I'm pretty historically, sh- you know, yeah. ain't no yeah. ain't, ain't no telling what came out their mouths. So I mean, yeah, I hope no no. I hope Bronny dies. That's what they said. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And that's his son for, for, for those who you don't play around now. like that. Nah, you don't, you don't say play around about, like that. You don't say that about somebody's uh don't say nobody. Son, yeah. seed, child. Nah, sorry. Yeah. Nah, nah I gotta somebody. take all I gotta take all threats like that seriously. seriously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. So I can't be mad at them for that. And like I said, it was in Indiana with some Pacers fans, it says. So I can't mm-hmm. ain't no telling what they said, you know. Yeah, was, it was probably controversial no for way. sure. Especially, especially uh, these days, you know, with everything that's happening. Yeah, come on, man, come <laughs> on, just don't don't play around like that. When you go to the game, have fun, but you know, these are human beings too. Respect, show some respect. Yeah, how many times you know fans are saying whatever to get in some, under somebody's skin? They're throwing drinks. You know, they're getting too comfortable. And if somebody run up in the stands like Malice in the Palace. See what I'm saying? And go at you. Don't cry. <laughs> don't cry. Hey, don't I bet sue. you that. I bet you don't that do fan, anything. I bet you that fan thought he was big shit to run our test. <laughs> Come on. Come on. And there is a uh there is actually a a, a picture that's going around uh recently of I think in Detroit as well, or in the not in Detroit, but wherever, wherever Malice in the Palace happened. Right. Was it in Detroit? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, at the same at the same stadium, at the same stadium, they got a picture of uh Ron Artest and Ben Wallace shaking up. Like however many years later. Right. Like <laughs> that's a wild, that's a wild picture, man. That was 
That was history. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Two of the two of the wildest boys in the league, and you know, <laughs> at their they points in time. I mean, you, on, can them, you can put them in the same bucket as Rasheed Wallace as Rodman. You know, you got yeah dudes yeah. Who, who really weren't playing that. Yeah, and I, and I know he's all lovable on ESPN right now, but yeah, like, now hey, Shaq had a temper too. Shaq, Shaq yeah. and uh, yeah. They Shaq don't talk and, about that. Charles Barkley. Charles, oh, Charles Barkley for sure. Yeah. Charles Barkley was saying some wild stuff at people. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. But you know what, man? He got a ring though. Right. He, he ain't got no ring. And that and that was <laughs> and that was during the time and during the era with uh and I'm not gonna put this all on him, but like Tyson, yeah. Tyson in boxing, like Mike was talking mad shit to people, you know. So I'm oh, wondering yeah. if he kind of influenced like. <laughs> players oh, to you know man. he was the man he he would say something man. some crazy stuff so I, hey. I, i'm wondering if that area era of, of basketball and, <laughs> and just you know hey if it's still yeah if it's yeah still around uh, i don't know man obviously how would okay so we talk about eras of basketball how would this lebron situation with the elbowing go down back in the day Right. That might be a full fight. A full fight. <laughs> I think, I mean, they're going to box. <laughs> yeah, they're going to box it out. They're going to box it out for sure, bro. Yeah, because, sure. I mean, you know, LeBron ain't going to be able to run. <laughs> I mean, not to say it like that, but. Yeah, you know. but but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like back in the day, like, well, I don't know. With, with, that, with that elbow, I don't even think you can, like, get away with it. Like we know back in the day, hard fouls were kind of all right. You know, like it, it might take a lot for, for a ref to actually call like a real foul back in the day. Right. But, but I mean a bloody eye, uh, you're a professional, you know what I mean? Like you know, it, like you said, he was leaking. It's not just an accident. So. Nah, man. That's that's a back hard in the hit. day. Yeah, I mean, he was trying to fight him now. But I don't know, man. Maybe back in the day they would have let him get like one or two off, and then and then right. the refs run in like. Well, instead of the teams on. breaking it up, the teams would have been fighting. Popped <laughs> in, yeah, yeah. The teams would have been like, all right, all right. Oh, you might have had a couple players who had a uh, Hennessy during the halftime. Yeah, you know, they turned out. Right, it ain't water. <laughs> it ain't watering that Gatorade bottle. Yeah, oh. yeah. Mike secret stuff. All right, yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Very secret. (laughs) Oh, shit. Super secret, man. Hey, man, we talking about people saying wild things. How's that uh, Will Smith book? Uh, To be honest with you, I haven't started yet. I haven't started yet. Yeah. Because we see more and more snippets keep hitting the news, and it's like, son, they keep getting wilder and wilder. Hey, you know what, man? The Smiths, Jada, Will... And you know the kids too. Like man, they 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 they're a group of characters, man. They hey, there's a petition. There's a petition going around saying, uh, "Stop Will and Jada from talking or sharing." <laughs> <anymore."> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody started a petition on change change.org. Like, yo, let's relax. <laughs> let's stop oh, them from yo. talking. Exactly. Man, you man, must I told be you. really annoying people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They must be, man. And, and like I said, uh, that new movie that just came out um, was it King uh, King Richard? King Richard. They saying he he might get some awards off that. 
they saying that, but uh, the older sister came out and was like, you know, Will didn't, was kind of giving Will uh, some 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 grief, saying some that flag. he, yeah, saying that he didn't portray uh, the father uh, uh, in the right light. What, what they mean? Because everyone, everyone who's been talking about it has been saying that he portrayed the father well. I think one critique I heard was somebody wanted to know more backstory of the father. Like, why is he the way he is? You know, why was he so motivated and driven? From what I've heard, it was a good portrayal of the father. It wasn't like they were showing him being like abusive or anything like that. So, I mean, maybe they got some things inaccurate, but if she says it wasn't in the right light, I want to know what the right light is then. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, she said that. Uh, and was this uh, Venus? Their half, their half sister. Their half oh, sister. The yeah. one who wasn't there. Right. The one who wasn't on right. the one, the one who All right, let me take this with a, with a grain of salt. I'm sorry. Right. Come on. The, the, one, who wasn't, the, one, the one who wasn't involved in anything. <laughs> oh, man. She was probably like, oh, I'm the half sister. So I was in the, the marriage to the side. With the with the uh, with the other family type shit, she right. she was like, show. Uh-huh. She probably wanted the story of the dad cheating, and that's what it said. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, that's what it says. It says, uh, oh man, it said the sister Sabrina. She uh, said that the biopic of her estranged father um, left out his first family because Sabrina, because mm. because uh, uh, Sabrina and and Venus wasn't wasn't uh, his first yeah. family. I understand it. I understand it now, right. But- I don't know if that's Will. You got to take it up with whoever wrote the movie. Yo, I'm coming to act, all right? She said. Let me read the script and that's it. Yeah, the the, the, the director is uh, <laughs> Ronaldo Marcus, Marcus Green. And that's what yeah. she said. She said that uh, uh, she was criticizing Will Smith for playing it, for playing it, knowing that yeah. the whole story wasn't being told and criticized the director for leaving it out because it was a big part of who he was too. You know, he got it right the second time. <laughs> she, yeah. said she, 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 she said she won her flowers, you know? <laughs> Wild as hell. Wild Dang. as hell. Like, All right, Shorty, what did you even do? That's going to be like a quick, like 10 minutes in the movie. Right. Like, <laughs> right. me and your mama not, arguing or whatever. <laughs> I want to be, I want to be, uh, what's it called? I want to be cognizant of her struggles or I want to be respectful of her struggles, but you know, this is the movie of Venus and Serena. You know that. No, nobody, they don't need to know you, Sabrina. <laughs> That's oh, messed up. That's and like, up, yo, man. people, I guess people were saying like, oh yeah, like we want to know his backstory. I guess that's the backstory. But they decided to start the story with Venus and Serena. So you mad that they left out something, but it's not like they didn't say it happened. It didn't happen. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She 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 mad. Hey, that <laughs> she was mad. the funniest. That's probably one of the funniest things I've heard today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, hold on, man. Venus right. or Serena, which one? You're like, nah, the half sister. Oh yeah. <laughs> the one who who didn't make it. <laughs> right, right, right. The one, oh, the one who shit. didn't, you know, he wasn't around, you know. The one who's working in IT. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh yeah, let me stop. I'm roasting it now. That's I'm it. That's it. Hey, but you know what? I, I was curious because I was like, "What? What? What does she want to see?" You know, like, "What is? What's that?" Like, your sisters are famous. Like you, you know. Yeah. Not to be shitty, you know, or insensitive, but 
you know, you knew that for the promotion of this movie that they were going to focus in on your sister. That's what it was going to be about. Yeah, yeah. Nobody it's, knows. I you. mean, it's called King Richard, right? But I don't necessarily know if it's really the story of the father. It's really still the story of Venus and Serena. Right. They're just showing who is their coach, their right. motivator. Their influence. And for Venus and for Venus and Serena, that might be the real story. Yeah, 100%. That's their half of the story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's look, a lot of a lot of a lot of people who might have these blended families and stuff like that. Sorry to say, but you know, it's like sometimes focus shifts. You would want it to be perfectly 50-50, right? Pops is 50% of the time over here, 50% of the time over there. But sometimes it don't work out like that. Nah, it don't work out like that, man. And and to be honest with you, uh, people grow, right? Life's a journey, Mm -hmm. man. Like, people grow. So the experience he had with that first family maybe made him a better, more, more, uh, you know, more attentive, uh, educated father. The first first, uh, time, you know, around, so. Yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent, and that's and who that's knows. Crazy. Maybe he tried to teach her tennis too, and she just wasn't athletic. Maybe she ain't like tennis. Hey, <laughs> hey. hey. hey maybe she didn't like tennis. Go on, man. Right, maybe, tripping out hey, here, man. Maybe she was, you know, doing I don't know hopscotch or something. I don't know. Maybe she ain't like tennis back then. Hell yeah, She's playing Atari ball, man. Yeah, exactly. So who knows, man? But. I feel like that type of thing, you know, especially in American society, like, you know, it's not something that people talk about because it's kind of hard to talk about it, too. You know what I mean? Like, you want it to be, yeah. they want this movie to be a, a feel-good movie, like, talking about the, you know, the struggles and the, and, and the bad times and the trials and tribulations yeah. of, an, of an American household who, you know, you had one family, now you got a second family because the first one ain't worked okay. out. Like, they don't want to make a movie about that. Nah. Nah, oh, you go we came here to see Venus and Serena. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, the dad is cool, but we just we just want to learn about you in relation to them. Without them, it don't matter. Like, hey, it don't matter. Man. It's all good, Shorty. Show up to the show up to the uh, to the uh, premiere. Reconnect with your sisters and try to get in the mix somehow. You know? And that's it. And that's it. You definitely should just reconnect and, and try to be yes, relevant. <laughs> yes, yeah. But shout out to them, man. Shout out to Will. And I will get on that book and give you some feedback for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting, bro, because I might get it for myself, you know, so. Yeah, I'm no, doubt. no doubt. It might be a good read for the holiday, man. And uh, and that's what it is. And, and that's the thing. Yeah, they want to put out some feel-good music right now, some feel-good movies right now. You know, we ain't going down a dark path during the holidays. Calm nah, down. yeah, yeah, Calm yeah. Calm down, yeah, yeah. We're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it light. <laughs> but, hey, man, that was uh, episode 50. That's right. Of the COD. That's right. And uh, I'm going to end this episode with uh, a track off of Lupe Fiasco's House Shoes EP that he worked on with Virgil. Right. Virgil was on one of those tracks explaining his creative process. So, you know, rest in peace, Virgil. Yeah. This is the uh, 50th episode of The Kai. Have you ever asked yourself where the world is inside the solar system? Like, where are we? Like, where does the planet sit amongst all the stars? Who knows? Super brain freeze. But an easier question than that is to ask yourself where we sit in the sea of art history. Like that's tangible, that's man-made. 
man-made art, so the history of it, we sit in. Another, like, sort of framework to dwell on is, like, where do we live? You know, you live in a house. I guarantee the house that you grew up in is what you define as a house. But for someone that grew up on the opposite side of the world, what they grew up in, they think of as a house, a kitchen, a living room, a roof, a door, etc. Just shit to think about, you know. The whole bullet point is the world inside it is man-made. It's all metaphoric. Man has flaws. Man loves power. Everything is man-made. And what's more dangerous than that? But as I digress... It's the Kai... Kai, Kai, Kai. Yeah, uh, been standing in line since Thursday I heard a rumor they might be dropping them early Should have them just in time for your birthday Irrelevant holiday affair Got one of those three-leg folding chairs I am what you call prepared For the camp out Even then brings the battery power lamps out Warm clothes but blanket case it get cold Corn chips and basic staples to hold Hunger over to Uber Eats is older Maybe pizza or quesadillas and sopa Got a little cooler with assorted waters and sodas Cinnamon sugar coated mollusk out of the odor Makes me the envy of the line If not the enemy, not my energy I'll be spending plenty of time Inside the books that I bought Got audios and regulars Quite the party goer and reveler uh-huh, uh-huh. So On today's to-do list is to design A pair of running shoes The goal is, as always, in my work, is to add emotion to inanimate objects. So, uh, release day is finally upon us, more celebratory than the former. But mixed with bittersweet vibes, most certainly switch to different beats, more policed. Like Justinian's Byzantinian Christian beliefs, there's a risen rhythm, you can feel it all in the streets, like a marathon or a parade. Poets might want to pull their pins out, like grenades or or that motto for a year and a half And write down all the tears and the laughs A shot across the bow of the tyrannous class Quote, from man standing on float The whole event is just biggest fan channeling dope I mean, one just feels privileged and esteemed Inwardly serene and spiritually clean Even the line feels like a team In stark opposition to a competition for things With that these shoes that we're about to design with words starts with a soul. Not a soul, but a soul, you know. What touches you to earth that's floating in nowhere, the soul. Yeah, uh. We're touching signs of equality to match. White kid at the front, let me go first, cause I was black. Said it was only right. He was used to having head starts his entire life. Maybe it was time to step aside like trilobites Touching, I never forget it like riding bikes The ordeal starts to spring feelings like gotten light Permanent villains go about chilling they psychic fights Nice, and to a bias delight You limited to two so that means I'm buying them twice 
One pair to wear, one pair on ice Aftermarket speculation will surely hike up the price Call that all in the plans Feeling like Mike with the ball in my hands Swear to God it's like the best game he ever played I get to wear the first pair possibly ever made What does that soul look like? It's soft to run on But tough enough to withstand the reality of the ground Or the reality of the context we're living in That's the soul Let's just call it black Uh, yeah I get applause as I step outside the pop-up The shop resembles the unfinished house he was in before they shot us We fell down, then we got up Pick pock up, pick nip up This the type of trippin' that scuff kicks up Traditionally creases was a style to refuse But now they represent every mile in your shoes Any mud on your soul gets towed and removed It's like I'm retracing every trial, know it took strength Giant steps, flowers growing out of the footprints Liberation Here's your invitation, it's a relay race, continuation Get the baton and keep bringing it back And strength every means will keep being attached Last thing, this is something of a sight Even when you take them off, they keep running for your life It's the Kai Shut up the whole store Cherry 57 in the back learning lessons Cracking, drying it, be ready in a second 40 chains on Halo I'm a guard nigga, fear of guard jog A rocket nigga, I don't even jog Hanging out the wagon sunroof Pick a nigga off The meal with the chill bezel All my phones ready, make me feel special Banana pill AK, I'm looking real extra With the top keys, I'm on the green Teslas So Virgil, right brick on my brick Right brick on my brick So Virgil, right brick on my brick Ayo, a Mary's filled with cash, I'm in the fashion district Shoot your mama house before we have to pick it All my niggas dealing, all my niggas killing the niggas try to test me, now them niggas missing Milk court is still awesome Water whip coke, I still force it Rose out the faucet Tell Virgil right brick on my bread Look, Lil Brody let off his 30, he ain't even flinch Caught the body, dipped to the A, nobody seen him since 560 bins and I ain't need the tents My weed is sent, cost more than your mama need for rent That's just for one sip, the drum rip, leave you rinse Hide the body for a week and it's gon' leave a stench Rappers coming to my city, they gon' need consent Cause we already know you pussy, nigga, we convinced I told Virgil right brick on my brick The nicest with this shit, ain't right this, I just spit White bitch on my dick, this ice drip on my fist No shoe deal, but look at all this Nike shit that I get yeah. On those Street, this white shit that I pitch Two in the morning on the corner, night shift with my blick No soda in this off-white shit that I whip I'm rich, put all this off-white shit on my bitch So if it's smoke, we ain't even asking We just pulling up and somebody gon' see a casket Hauling Nash and Benny like James Worthy, Kareem and Magic 
Every time Griselda dropped, the shit yeah. gon' be a class. I gave cocaine to users and okays to shooters. I'm cocky, finished Versace with the stone faced Medusa, Sopranos, Amagianos. We got gold plated Rugas, this pistol. A backflip you and blow your whole frame to Pluto. Got all eyes on us, can we chill? Eating with snakes, probably getting killed. Cause trust me, A family had a Henry Hill. And every man don't got a Benny skill. When you this dope, it take at least 50 mil just to sit me still. Like 10 on my whip. White bitch on my dick, right wish when I whip, that white brick on my brick, runway Margella, that type shit on my bitch, butterflies and spikes, that type shit on my kicks, these rappers wanna be trendy, they hoes wanna be friendly, but never, she wear forever 21 like it's Fendi, I told that bitch it's Javanchi, she pronounced it Javanchi, she wanna fuck me and run through all my accounts till they empty, what was she gonna do? I'm still thinking militant. Old paraphernalia laying around, I got rid of it. That settled all my differences. I really had a chicken with a tree stamp, like I stepped on it with a Timberland. The butcher, nigga. You know, can withstand multiple beatings by the ground, but it's tough enough to continue on. That's the soul. Now there's an upper on top of that soul. The upper is made of leather, or maybe knit, or maybe both, you know? That sole and that upper combined by stitches leaves for a dynamic enclosure around the foot. There's a tongue, there's even shoelaces. You know, those shoelaces, they are literally as elastic as a rubber band, but as tough as links of steel. Just call it chain links. So here we have the shoe taking shape. There's a logo on the side. Fill in the blank of your favorite one. They're all man-made, it's all good. But the shoe, these Air Amads, or these Air Aubreys are starting to take shape now. You know, they connect man and earth. They allow you to run. That running is freedom. Accelerated heart rate by design, through design. Air Amad. Air Aubrey. What color are these shoes? The upper of these shoes. Maybe white, maybe black. Pick your favorite. But, you know, the world's black and white anyways. So might as well limit the whole color palette to that. Signed, Virgil Abloh. In quotes, of course. Oh yeah, there's a red zip tie on this thing. It makes it our own. It's tied into a history of art that's now. Copyright 2020.